You know, we often talk about our ultimate fantasy careers on this program, and and honestly, folks, there are very few people who come on this show that I would trade places with, but our next guest might just be one of them. He's one of America's preeminent documentary filmmakers and an award-winning photojournalist who has an amazing body of work. His latest film especially caught our attention. Yeah, what he did, basically, he took a four-year worldwide trek to investigate what it means to grow old and what it could mean to live forever. And the result is a fascinating documentary you've got to see. It's a film called How to Live Forever. Let's welcome Mark Wexler. Hey, Mark, how are you? I'm good. I must say that the tagline to the movie How to Live Forever is results may vary. (laughs) uh, Though I do have, I think, some answers to uh, at least living a long and healthy life. And that tagline that you stuck on there, did that happen after filming? Is that one of the things (laughs) you figured out afterwards? Uh, yes, exactly. I mean, I, when I turned 50, kind of one of the inspirations for making the movie is when I turned 50, uh, my mom uh, passed away, and soon thereafter my AARP card arrived in the mail, and it got me suddenly thinking maybe there's a way to, to extend, you know, have a whole other chapter in my life to extend my life. There's a lot more I wanted to, to fit in, and that, that, that started me on this journey all over the world, uh, talking to centenarians, people over 100 years old, scientists, doctors, philosophers, even, even, even the elder porn stars. Yeah, yeah, we we want to talk about that. Most of them disappear, you know, for various reasons early in life. You know, one of our taglines is it's never too late. And it sounds like that's what you had, one of those never too late moments, you know, kind of when push comes to shove. And if you, you're you going to try something, you figure now's the time. Yeah, I mean, I think the dream of immortality is as old as mankind and is as a special allure to us baby boomers, myself being one of them. And uh, I just thought, uh, you know, there's a lot of advances coming right down the line very soon that is going to be able to let us extend our lives, if not indefinitely, at least, uh, you know, a long, much, much longer. And uh, some people think these, these advances are coming down the pipeline in 10 to 20 years. And, you know, living to be 150, you know, uh, is, is, is not out of, out of range very soon. Uh, there's a guy named Aubrey de Grey, uh, a famous gerontologist that I interviewed in the movie, that uh, believes that the first person has already been born who will live to be 1,000 years old. So uh, a lot of changes are coming down the line. This is going to change uh, life as we know it uh, in very dramatic ways. Uh, some of it may be for the good, some of it may, we don't know, you know, people living a long life, that has a lot of repercussions. So um, uh, we'll, we'll see, but there's certainly a lot of changes happening very quickly. You know, we had Aubrey de Grey on our program several times, and I was kind of wondering, what is your take on what he had to say, you know, compared to some of the others? Because he's pretty much at a different level. What What did you make of living to a thousand? Um, you know, I, I think... Uh, <laughs> Aubrey is a very smart, smart man, and I, I think there is that possibility. But I, I think he, he himself has even toned down that that, that prediction to maybe a couple hundred years uh, initially. Um, but I, I, I think it is possible that we, we could live uh, much, much longer, uh, even a thousand years, um, uh, and especially after doing, uh, you know, researching different people. Uh, uh, this is really a, a definite possibility. You know, uh, you also spoke to a guy named Buster Martin, uh, who's been in the news a lot lately, the chain-smoking, beer-guzzling Englishman who won, or who ran the London Marathon uh, at the age of 101. Is this guy for real? Is he actually 101? Uh, well, Buster, I, I, must, I must tell you, uh, passed away at 104 years old just a few months ago. Okay. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, and, and it was a great way he left this world. I think he, you know, he, he worked his, his full shift at work at 104, 
being the oldest employee in London and Great Britain, and then went to the pub, had a few beers, went home, went to sleep, and then never woke up. Hmm. Um, uh, so I think that's a great way to go. And he lived life to the fullest. As, as all these people that I interviewed, I think they all had a real spirit and what they call in Japan, ikigai, a kind of a reason to get up in the morning, a passion. And I think this is one of the things that I, speaking to many people over 100, this is what they all seem to share. You know, the glass was half full. Uh, they had something to wake up in the morning to do, and they had something to, you know, accomplish. That's why I think a lot of people who retire, in the traditional way of retiring these days, they they lose their ikigai, their their reason to 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 get up and do things. And I think this is, is a big problem. And working on the Growing Boulder uh, projects, Mark and I have a lot of conversations about longevity. And one of the things that Mark always brings up is his concern is that we focus too much about trying to keep from dying and we don't focus enough on how to live an extraordinary life while we're here. It's, a, it's almost like it defeats the purpose. No, exactly. I think that, and that's one of the take-home messages of the movie, I think. And one of, after making the movie, I, I came to realize that, you know, we really only have the present moment. You know, the, the past is gone, the, the future is unknown. And the movie is really about, and, and I'm trying to make my life more about, living in the, the fullest in, in the moment and living well. And if, if that means living another 200 years, great. If it means another 10 years, but it's unbelievable, those 10 years are incredible. Uh, I'm I'm all for that. So I think uh, the the length is actually less important. I think than the than the quality of uh, uh, of how one lives one's life in the moment and living in the moment is I think the the, the key to all this. We're speaking with Mark Wexler, one of America's top documentary filmmakers, about his uh, latest film, How to Live Forever. Results may vary. And before we switch subjects just a little bit, Mark, tell us how we can see the film. Is it is it on DVD yet? Uh, it's on DVD. Uh, you can order it directly from our website at uh, www.liveforevermovie.com, liveforevermovie.com. If you forget that, just look up How to Live Forever, and you can go to our website and order it, and then it will be uh, available uh, and wider on Amazon, et cetera, in a few months. But you can definitely get it from our, our website now. Um, and uh, it's a very, you know, one of the things I'm very most proud of, it's a very entertaining and also funny movie. So I, I think it imparts a lot of information, but uh, it's, a, it's a very fun ride, and uh, people seem to really like it. Got it. Uh, you, your body of work is really amazing. Uh, you, you made a movie about twins called Scene Double, Me and My Matchmaker, about a, a Jewish matchmaker, Air Force One, which really was the first ever film to have access to uh, the Flying White House, if you will. Uh, and then tell them who you are about your relationship with your father, who is the legendary Oscar-winning filmmaker Haskell Wexler, uh, a film basically about your constantly evolving, sometimes tension-filled relationship with your dad. How is that relationship today, Mark? Oh, I, I, I think the film really helped my relationship with my dad. And I, I speak to him several times a week, and you know, the, the films I make are, are, are basically kind of first-person films. I mean, uh, very personal films. As is how to live forever. It's a sort of you know, it's my my journey to find a, a long life. And so I, I think uh, when I choose an idea for a film, I really want to choose. I choose something that I really have interest and passion for because I have to stick with it for several years. And, and I think making the film about my dad really made our relationship much, much better. And uh, it's really a father-son story. Um, and I think you know everyone can identify with that, or who is a father or a son. Can we pull that even into the realm of longevity? And it seems that the old concept of taking people after a certain age and putting them in the you know these older senior, I guess senior communities I mean, it may not be the best idea it seems people thrive more when the generations uh, mingle and are together 
Oh, definitely. You know, in the movie, we visited several longevity, what they refer to as hotspots all over the world, and one of them is Okinawa, Japan, where, you know, the elders are kind of revered, and, and they often live with the younger people, and there's a real sense of community and support that, you know, in, in our Western society, people often don't even know who their next-door neighbor is if they live in an apartment or even a house, so... Uh, I, I think this, this this support, this community is really one of the one, also one of the keys. Obviously, besides you know what you're the air you're breathing and the, the kind of food you're eating, but also the, sort of the, your mental outlook on life um, really affects how you get old. And, and and the community is definitely a big part of that. You mentioned Japan, and I think Mark, that's where uh, this porno star that uh, this porn star that you interviewed is from. What's that about? I mean, is there anything positive from from the fact that there is a sixty-some-year-old porn star? Is he being made fun of? There is—is is he a symbol? No, I think you know. I think uh, you know. I, I, I kind of just profile them very briefly in the movie. It's a small part of the movie, but you know, I think you know, one sexuality and sex is a is, a, is a definitely a part of, of of living, and 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 a lot of people think sex has to end when you're you know fifty or sixty, and then when you're older, people don't have sex, and that's you know whatever. But it just doesn't have to be the case. So I think uh, you know. Given all, all the different things that are important in life, sex is one of them. So I think um, that, that that's one kind of unique, kind of funny way we reprofile it. You know, uh, so and, and Japan is full of very quirky things going on there. So uh, and, and fun, and so it's done in a lighthearted, fun way. You know. So that guy is part of the doc, and you know Buster Martin, who was the beer drinking guy. I mean, it, it, is it basically then to infer that man, you just got to have the right genes, or is there something? You know, yeah, I thought that too in the beginning. But actually, uh, they, they think that that your genetic makeup is only like thirty percent of what determines how long you live, and the rest is this other seventy percent is your lifestyle choices. So I think this is really, really key. So I think you do have a choice. I mean, we we interviewed a ninety-five-year-old heart surgeon who was then still still practicing, uh, and then we filmed him and doing heart surgery. I mean, he was you know. He was eating an unbelievable diet. He had friends. He had a purpose. Um, all, all these sort of, sort of, he was sort of involved in the perfect storm. He also lived in a community, a Seventh Day Adventist uh, in Loma Linda, California. Here, which I think one's uh, religious or belief systems, um, you know, or religion, if they think, often tends to uh, bring people together and gives them a feeling that they they're, they're sort of taken care of. Which I also think cuts down on stress levels and I think helps people live a long life so uh, and uh, live well too so uh, we, we, we filmed a man um, who, who flies kites every 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 day or every weekend uh, he builds his kites and he flies them on the Santa Monica beach right near the pier and he's he's now over 100 years old he's running around on the beach I mean just just amazing inspirational people and I think that that was Part of the real joy of making this movie is to see some of these people who are just um, just living their lives to the fullest uh, at, at a very old age. Hmm. We've been speaking with Mark Wexler, a documentary filmmaker. His film is uh, about living forever. You can find out more called uh, at liveforevermovie.com. A very interesting concept and a great film. Thanks, Mark. Thank you.